This is the Patriot Radio News Hour for January the 24th, 2019. And you will notice that uh, the beginning of the program is cut off a little bit due to some technical difficulties here at the radio station in Phoenix, Arizona. So we do apologize for that. But now, let us get on with Joe giving you all the info that you need to know. Hey, I made a rhyme. Were, were the fractional coin that went with the same. And, of course, I've told the story a bunch of times, right? The Indian didn't get minted for a lot of the years. Like, they stopped minting Indians in about 1916 because they thought they carried the plague. Then they produced them again a couple of times, a couple of years in the 20s. Uh, and then up in a uh, year, I think, not, like 1932. And then by 33, of course, they were all gone. Uh, they're $700. Today, you can buy a $10 Indian for less than a $10 Liberty. And, and, you, and I don't need to tell you, that doesn't happen often. Take advantage of it, right? For $700, bucks, uh, the $10 Indian, that's the female Lady Liberty with the Indian headdress on. Um, but a lot of you out there are like, man, I want to buy that. But I, I, I can't afford $700, or I can't afford. Uh, yesterday, we ran the MS-61. At thirteen eighty five, the MS sixty one Liberty thirteen eighty five. Guess what? I'm going to leave that. It's on sale again today on the website. I'm going to leave that price up there until I'm out of them. Thirteen eighty five for an MS sixty one twenty dollar Liberty, seven hundred dollars on a on a ungraded ten dollar India. And, and they're like, hey, I, I don't have that, right? I don't have thirteen eighty five. I don't have a seven. Get in the metals program. For as little as a hundred dollars a month, that's less than a Starbucks a day. You know, think about a Starbucks. Now, I'm guessing because I, I don't do Starbucks, but five bucks, and, and people are probably laughing at me, right? And I know some of those Starbucks drinks are like seven, eight, nine dollars. But let's just say five bucks, five bucks a day, thirty days in a month, right? Average it, right? That's one hundred fifty bucks. So for less than a Starbucks a day, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I, I just laughing. I just that commercial. You remember that commercial way back? I don't know if it was the late '70s, early '80s, and they were saying, uh, uh, "Okay, Jason just texted in uh, or called in. Colorado missed two and a half minutes. It's not Colorado's issue. It was uh, KXXT is having issues. Hopefully, uh, we'll make it through today. We'll figure it out. Live radio." Uh, but but for less than a Starbucks a day, and uh, I was talking about that commercial back in the uh, it was either the late seventies, early eighties when uh, um, I want to say it was the 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 daughter from Archie Bunker, right? I think it was her that she would come out on TV for less than a cup of coffee a day. You can feed a starving child in Africa, and of course, the cup of coffee did was like twenty five cents. Right, so here you go. For uh, the minimum is a hundred dollars a month. Okay, so a hundred dollars a month is there is no maximum. And listen, uh, people do all kinds of amounts: hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, two thousand dollars, hundred twenty-five, hundred fifty-three, whatever. What you do is you you leave your your debit card or your credit card on file with us. You tell us the day of the month from the first to the twenty-eighth. Because, you know, February's only got 28 days, and it's just easier that way. Uh, we don't count leap years and all that 
Look at this. Will you tell us the day of the month to hit your car? At the end of every quarter, we physically deliver you product. So if you're at the minimum, if you're at the $100, every quarter we'll ship you $300 worth of stuff. Right? And you know, hey, you're going to get sil- you know silver in that thing. You're going to get dimes. You're going to get quarters. Have to, maybe a 10,000 gold eagles. Uh, if you're at uh, $300 a month, well, now you got $900. Well, not, now you're going to be, hey, $5 liberties. Uh, you can get one of those Indians as an example. You're going to get silver, right? You're going to get that mix. The guys that are, you know, we got guys doing 1000 and 2000 a month. Hey, they're going to get great deals on, on 20s and things of that, right, all through the gamut. Here's the part that's the best. We pull all the money together. We make one mass buy everything you buy at the cheapest prices we can afford to sell them at. If you pick up in Phoenix or in Colorado, you don't even pay a shipping fee, right? The only fee in the plan is the shipping fee. And and, and at $300 a month, we don't charge you 35 bucks, Just a, or a quarter, I'm sorry. We don't charge you 35 bucks for that, right? So we, we char- listen, trust me when I tell you it's a great program. And, and the thing that I'm the, the, the proudest of is the lack of fees, right? When you talk about your 401Ks and all the, the, these IRAs, and money, there are fees and fees and hidden, hidden fees and hidden this and hidden that. We don't hide anything, right? And we, we've been a different kind of precious metals company from the get-go, and we will continue to be. Listen, we don't play games. We don't. I don't have a bunch of sales. Listen, it'd be. I'd be a lot better off doing it like everybody else and ripping you off, right? Remember those MS seventy buffaloes and gold eagles? We sold a ton of them. I couldn't believe it, but we sold a ton of them. They're five hundred dollars an ounce less than the idiots on TV. There's no reason. And again, I don't know for the people out there that can't afford the hundred. I apologize. Uh, by the way, Ramon just texted me, there. hey, this may be a whole commercial-free hour. How about that? <laughs> all Joe, all the time radio. You know, right? These people are like, look, I need a break from that guy. So I'll just keep going, right? I got a lot to say. I got one of those, I'll just keep talking. Thank you, sir. Hey, buddy, no problem. I, hey, good luck. I know, listen, I know when it happens to us in Colorado, I, I'm on full freak-out mode. Jason's in freak-out mode. I'm called, I'm yelling at Brian. I'm yelling at Jason. Well, get us on the air, right? So I, I feel where uh, Ramon's pain. I'm just uh, yelling right at myself now. here in the studio. Yeah, well, there you go. Hey, listen, you know, bubble gum and duct tape. Exactly. Uh, I found those two things work really well. So so give those a shot. Uh, but, but, yeah, you know, we, we don't do any of that stuff. We don't play any games with any of you. I truly want everybody that wants the opportunity to have hard assets to be able to do it. Get a little bit of wealth in church. And, I, and again, for the people that, hey, I, I know a lot of you out there is like, man, I can't even swing the 100. I get it. I, I don't have anything better that I can't. It's, you know, I wish I could do less. I, I do. It just doesn't. The math doesn't work, right? At the end of the day, I still got to make a few bucks. Uh, but but if it ever uh, if the opportunity ever comes about, trust me, I, I will do it. But but for as little as a hundred bucks uh, a month, you get four deliveries a year. And I will say this, and I'm going to throw this out because I love the strategy. Some of the people at the lower end say, "Hey, you know what? Don't give me four shipments. Just give me two. 
because then that way they've got, what, a bigger amount of money, and they can get a little more gold. That's great. If you want to do that, let us know. What's the charge for that? Nothing. Nothing. What, what, if, what if, hey, I'm in the plan, and I get an unexpected expense, and, and I, I really just can't afford it for the next month or two? Please call us. Say, hey, I need to put my plan on hold. Someone just did it this morning. What does that cost? Nothing. Not a thing. When you're ready to go again, call us back. Say, hey, I'm ready to go again. Great. What does that cost? Nothing. What if I want to change my amount? What does that cost? Nothing. Right? So so if you want more details about it, go out to the website at allamericangold.com. Uh, look up the metals program. Uh, by the way, uh, as I've been telling you, we are at an all-time record high participation uh, in the metals program, which means the deals are just going to get better and better. Uh, let's get to Wilbur Ross. So real Wilbur Ross, for those of you that don't know, he's the Commerce Secretary. So the, and, and Commerce is, you know, trade. You know, he, he's involved with with the China trade deal. So he actually was out, and it got sideways. It really did. Because the first thing he did is he was talking about uh, – China in the trade deal, and he said that they were miles and miles and miles apart as far as a deal with the Chinese. Um, he said, frankly, that shouldn't be too surprising. And you know what? He's right! They tried to tell you, and think about every idiot that you've listened to on the idiot box telling you about a trade deal with China. And then, what do I say? It's not happening. Listen, eventually, will it happen? I don't know. I mean, if we stick to our guns and say, listen, if you're going to rip us off, if you're going to force our companies to give up technology and you're going to steal it if they don't, then we probably will never get a trade deal. Just saying. But he said that we're miles and miles apart from a trade deal and that shouldn't be surprising. He said that the U.S. and China have lots and lots of issues. Listen, this was a bad deal from the get-go. And I, and I say it all the time. When you give somebody something for nothing, and then you want to take it away, the person that's getting something for nothing, what, they're upset about it. And listen, essentially, that's what we did. Think about what our corporations really did. Think about it. They knew what China was doing. They've known for decades. It's not like they just started doing this last week. And yet, like, look at even Tesla just broke ground. Right? Taxpayer-funded Tesla just broke ground in China. They don't care, right? Because why? It's going to make my stock price go up. He said the Trump administration will need to create structural reforms and penalties in order to resume normal trade relations with Beijing. And this is the problem, right? Even if China said, oh, okay, which they're not, right? They won't even admit they're doing it. How do we enforce it? Right? Let's just use Tesla as the examples. So they're building this plant and. Sometime in 2020, 2021, they start popping out cars over there, and 
a year later, China comes out with uh, their their dingalingi that looks just like a Tesla. <laughs> and Elon Musk is like, hey, wait a minute. That's our technology, right? How do we enforce that? And according to Wilbur Ross, we don't know. We'd like to make a deal, he said, but it has to be a deal that works for both parties. We're miles and miles from getting a resolution. The sticking points, the intolerably big trade deficit, which we know, listen, I can tell you, we can, we can get that down. China will buy stuff from us. I guarantee it. Listen, I already told you, this year, they are now the largest retailer in the world. And I've been telling you, right, by 20, 10 years from today, China's economy will be more than double the size of ours. Double. Don't buy stuff. That's not the problem. He said the deficit, which was $323 billion now, and let me tell you about that number, just so you know. It's actually way larger than that. It's like a half a trillion in terms of stuff. Actual products. We get it down to 323 because of the banks. And again, you know what, Jason and Brian, if you don't listen to their show, oh, by the way, I want to bring this up, but I don't, I'm all over the place. No breaks. You never know what I'm going to do. We are days away from launching our new website for 1360 up in Colorado. So, Phoenix, everybody that listens to my show, you're now going to be able to go to a place and pick up all the other shows. We got Alex Jones on four hours a day. We got Brian and Jason on. So many other great programs. We're, we're, best case scenario, that website will be up before the weekend. Worst case scenario next week. So some, I, I don't know which, uh, but by next week, we're going to have the new website up. But Jason and Brian, they do a great job. Their show is so much different than mine. But they talk about how when you really dive into issues like this, who would have agreed? Who would have wrote legislation that would have created a deficit of half a trillion dollars? Because that's really what it is. And the answer really is simple. And, and when you listen to Jason, they say, find the bankers, and you'll find the answer. See, with free trade, really, NAFTA and GATT, it was really about the banks, right? They wanted to sell people credit cards, right? They wanted to load people money. So the the half a trillion gets down to $323.3 billion because we have what I'll call the soft stuff, right? Hard to define, but that's after, hey, the bank's like, hey, no, we sold a lot of credit cards out there, right? We, we, we sold a bunch of debt out there. And, and that's how we get down to the 323. So, But in terms of stuff, it's half a trillion dollars. It's the worst imbalance in, in on record, right? This is the highest it's ever been. The other problem is the future. That's the Chinese 2025 plan. Remember, I told you about that plan. They put it out there. It was shocking, right? And even for me, I was like, I can't believe it. it's one thing for them to talk about it, you know, behind closed doors. But they actually put it out for the whole world. And I told you, from the eastern shores of Europe, 
to the western shores of Asia. All the way through Africa, right? They're gonna, here's what they basically said. Hey, hey, America, you can have that little strip. You know the wall we're trying to build to keep the bottom half out? Right, right? You can have that. We're going to get everything else. Right? They call it the 2025 plan to dominate the world's high-tech industries, right? China says we're going to be the best. When it comes to this new technology, we're going to be the leader. And, and really, essentially, if they need to steal it, they will. And here's the problem. All of our tech companies, they need, they want, all they see is that China's got 1.4 billion people. I want to sell them stuff. They jump over themselves and they, you know, China does this to them like when you open your bank account. Hey, uh, initial here, sign here, click OK. Initial here, sign here, OK. Right? And the companies, they can't do it fast enough, right? They're, they're, they're so excited. Of course, what they didn't realize by initialing there and signing there and clicking OK was they basically said to the Chinese, we'll give you all our stuff. And, and I know these companies think they're so smart, right? They think they're so smart. Oh, well, we'll give them that stuff. They won't have the good stuff, right? The good stuff, we're going to keep it in our corporate headquarters over in Silicon Valley. Now, listen, I got news for you, and I hate to tell you this, but all of these startups that a lot of you never, ever hear of, I mean, we, we know about Apple and Amazon and Netflix, Facebook, China's got all that stuff. They already have all that. Right? That 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 telecom company, Huawei or Hunwe or whatever it is, right? That that's Apple's competitor, period. Right? And and, and they've got a Facebook. They've got an Amazon. It's bigger than Amazon. Alibaba's bigger than Amazon. Right? They've got that. But they're behind all these startups you've never heard of. Right, you know the ones that you know ninety percent of them end up failing, but there's technology there, and it's all Chinese money. And they just take the technology back home. But they want to dominate the world. We have to protect that, Wilbur Ross. That, and really, when you think about it, if we lose, why would anybody buy dollars after that? Hey, we don't need any of your stuff. China's got it, and they'll sell it to us for less. The third area is American companies doing business in China should have market access, should have a level playing field, should not be subject to disrespect for their intellectual property rights. But they clicked okay, Wilbur. They signed here. They initialed there. They clicked OK. They did it anyway. And this is where the problem lies. And, and Ray Dalio said it real. I played you the clip yesterday because you can hear it for yourself. Their viewpoints are different. Their society is different. They don't think about things the way we think about things. And the problem is, is we don't recognize that, right? You got all these morons that come out on TV day after day telling you it's going to be fine. 
China's not going anywhere. They don't believe that they're doing anything wrong. Matter of fact, this is how, yeah, you want to be here? This is what it costs. See, this is what we should have been doing all along. But no, you got these bankers out there, oh, free trade this and free trade that. Listen, you know it. Nothing is free. What's free? Free trade. Nothing free about it. Think about all the jobs we've lost. And I know there's, you know, there's this fake, fake jobs crap that they put out on TV now. It's ridiculous. Jobless claims at the lowest in 69, right? Because nobody can file anymore. Hey, Ramon got tired of me talking. I think that's a commercial break. We'll be back right after this. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. While James Madison's role as the father of the United States Constitution is widely understood, his passion for securing religious freedom may not be. Yet there is no principle in all of Madison's long public career that he held with greater tenacity than a belief in religious liberty. His defense of religious freedom began when he stood with his father outside a jail in the village of Orange, Virginia, and heard Baptists preach from their cell windows. Madison wrote of a similar incident to William Bradford on this day, January 24th, back in 1774, saying, There are at this time in the adjacent Culpeper County not less than five or six well-meaning men in jail for publishing their religious sentiments, which in the main are very orthodox. James Madison wrote Virginia's first constitution and helped pass the Virginia Bill of Rights, which stated, Religion or the duty which we owe our Creator and the manner of discharging it can be directed only by reason and convictions, not by force or violence, and therefore all men are equally entitled to the free exercise of religion according to the dictates of their conscience. The original draft, written by George Mason, used the word toleration, but Madison objected to that word because it implied that the exercise of faith was a gift from government rather than an inalienable right. Madison's substitute read, All men are entitled to the full and free exercise of religion. And that language was accepted. Over the next decade, Madison was involved in various religious liberty battles in the Virginia legislature. Some have tried to claim that Madison's writings really mask an antipathy to religion, but that's simply not true. Madison was a committed Christian, a Baptist, and he just didn't want the new government to use taxpayers' money to prop up the Anglican Church. Madison made freedom of conscience the centerpiece of all civil liberties. It is thanks to Madison that the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution contains the words free exercise rather than toleration as the national standard for protecting religious liberty. That's the standard he first raised in Virginia and sustained throughout his political career. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. 
And again, you know, think about it. You know, before we get to the rest of Wilbur Ross, wait, wait just to hear what he said next about the uh, government employees. Well, we'll get to that in a second. China put it out there for the world to see. See, they know. They look at the same things I look at. Today, trouble's coming to America. They got huge debt problems. And again, you know, uh, there's a reason they don't talk about it. They got huge problems. Our economy is the biggest in the world. Remember, they, you know, talking about throwback commercials. Was it, was it Burt Reynolds that had the, the battery on his shoulder? I dare you to knock it off. Right? That's what China did with that 2025 policy. I dare you. Right? I mean, if it was Hillary and all of it, we would have done nothing about it. At least we're trying to do something about it. And again, there's reason why there's no progress. You know, I'm just going to throw this out there. In March, we're supposed to throw more tariffs on. Wilbur Ross says he doesn't know what's going to happen, but they're miles and miles apart. Uh, by the way, I hate to say it, right? The government shut down. Apparently, the State of the Union address canceled. Nancy Pelosi says the House is closed, and Donald Trump can't give the address there. So they're canceling it while well, delaying it. Sad. This is how divided we are, people. This isn't good. Right? Remember, right? United we stand, divided we fall. I mean, everybody knows that. China knows it. Oh, by the way, do you want something else to worry about? Same thing in March? Yeah. Uh, debt ceiling in March as well. So there you go. Right? We got all kinds of great stuff coming. So Wilbur Ross, after he tells everybody that the China thing's not going anywhere, sometimes these guys just need to not talk, right? And this was one of them. He started talking about the furloughed government workers. And I'm going to tell you right now, Friday is the second paycheck people miss. I, I don't even know uh, where to begin. Because that's horrible for anybody. And I'm going to tell you, here's the thing nobody wants to talk about. One of our own, Brian, he works for the Forestry Service. He's a contractor. All of those people, their 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 work's over. Right now, you, now you got. I don't even know how many millions of non-government workers. Right, these same people that I tell you, hey, you know, you're you're a 1099er aren't going to get paycheck. This is getting serious. Over a few billion dollars over a wall? Come on. Really? This is how divided we are? You guys really seriously can't have an adult conversation. Both sides. I don't even care now. But this tells you again how big is the problem. So he's talking about these workers, Wilbur Ross, on TV. And they asked him about what was happening. And Wilbur Ross said, I know they are going to homeless shelters and food shelters, 
And I don't really quite understand why. Because as I've mentioned before, the obligations that they would undertake, say, borrowing from a bank or a credit union, are in effect federally guaranteed. That's what he said. Hey, I don't, what are you talking about? Why are you doing all this stuff? Why are you going to the food pantry? Why are you going to a homeless shelter? Just walk into a bank, any bank, credit union, and they'll just hand you money. Yeah. I mean, that's what he said. He goes, so for the 30 days of pay that people will be out, there's no real reason why they shouldn't be able to get a loan against it. And we've seen a number of ads from the financial institutions doing that. Right, this is the same guy, remember, when the terrorists came out with the Campbell Soup thing? <laughs> and the, and the can of Coke, same guy. <laughs> when, I, I'm going to finish what he says, and then I'm going to tell you what's real. When you think about it, he said, these are basically government-guaranteed loans because the government has committed these folks will get back pay once the whole thing gets settled down. So there's really, so there really is not a good excuse why there should be a liquidity crisis, right? Hey, all you people not getting a check. Wilbur Ross just came out on TV and said, "What's, the, what's your problem? Doesn't have no problem. Just march into your bank." And they'll just put money in your account. Now, true, he, he wasn't done, though. Now, true, the people might have to pay a little bit of interest. But the, but the idea that it's paycheck or zero is not a really valid idea, right? The idea that if they don't get their paycheck, they get nothing. Now, that's not true. That's that media stuff. Huh. Interesting, Wilbur. Uh, how about some of the large banks? How about J.P. Morgan? Uh, they don't offer that. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, you bank? Wells Fargo? Uh-uh. We don't offer that. They are waiving fees for other stuff. But they're not loaning anybody any money. Navy Federal Credit Union. But you think maybe they would. They are only available to some of the 8.1 million members. And I was like, oh, I don't know what how they delineate what the sum is. But they said that... Uh, According to the data, Navy Federal says about 19,000 of its 100,000 or so members are eligible for the program. The rest of them aren't even eligible. So, again, no, you can't go in there and and get a loan, Wilbur. And, and again, most of the, listen, the banks are banks. Can you imagine? Well, uh, let me run your credit report. Hey, it says you're late paying all your bills. And you're like, yeah, I know. I don't have a paycheck. Well, you know, 
Uh, you're a credit risk. No thanks. Crazy. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. I'm laughing. I, I don't mean to, uh, but this is its ridiculous. Now, by the way, uh, just so you know, so some people may not be aware, and let me give you some of the l- huge limitations in what Wilbur Ross said, besides the fact that it's pretty much not true. Um, the banks that are giving the loan, number one, you had to be an active, you know, customer before the shutdown started. So those of you, you know, if you're banking at J.P. Morgan and now you want to get a loan and you want to go over to Navy Federal, uh, that's not going to work. Number two, you had to be on direct deposit. And, and really what that means is, because a lot of these people, you know, like me, I bank at... I'll just I bank at U.S. Bank, and that's where Patriots accounts are at. But I also bank at the credit union because I can get better stuff there. But my main account is the big bank, so the direct deposit for most people goes into the big bank, and then they do you know non-direct. So you had to be on direct. I guess my point being, not only did you have to be a, a customer, you also had to be on direct deposit there. In other words, this had to be your main bank. So if, you, if that wasn't the case, you get nothing. And then if you met that, and then they just throw in these other credit conditions, which I mean they probably run your credit, right? right. So, uh, and you have good credit, then they'll give you maybe potentially up to half of your paycheck. Try living on half your paycheck. See how long that goes. See how, see, see how long that goes. And they all have limits. Some are six up to six thousand uh, dollars. I think the biggest one I saw was you could get up to ten thousand total, ten thousand dollars. So just think about this: if you're a government employee, and, and I don't know, you're making uh, eighty grand. You're making eighty grand. This is now the second pay period without uh, second month with, the, with no pay. You, you, you. If you're fortunate enough, right, make, you're you're now done. Right, and you only got half your pay twice, and then you hit the min- the maximums, and you're out. Right, I, I don't even know, uh, but yeah. So that, just so you know, sometimes these guys just need to. If they don't know what they're talking about, don't say anything. Right, whatever happens. <laughs> so if you don't know what the heck you're talking. Hey, I don't know anything about that. Uh, but but nonetheless, that was Wilbur Ross today. So I, I wanted. Uh, to share that with you. Before I forget, I'm trying to find uh, where. Oh, here it is. I've been wanting to get uh, to this Ron Paul article for a few days. He wants to fire the Federal Reserve. President Trump's frustration with the Federal Reserve, uh, with the interest rate increases that he blamed for the downturn in the stock market. By the way, I wish that was the reason. I do. Right, this little rally here, this little dead cat, you know, I'll call it the fair market rally. Listen, it's all based upon how much money can these companies make, period. And remember, 
when you're talking about the stock market, these are publicly traded companies, which means 90%, not all of them, but 90% of their global companies. It's not going so well. Sorry. Deal with the reality. Right? Think about what Wilbur Ross just said. These wars are trying to pretend like everything's okay out there. And so Ron Paul, when, when, when Trump was questioning whether or not he could fire Jay Powell, remember, and I told you about the law, right? The law states. When they created the Federal Reserve, so back in, you know, 1913, it gave the president the power to remove members of the Federal Reserve Board, including the chairman, for cause, in quotes, for cause. The law is silent on what does and does not constitute a justifiable, a justifiable cause for removal. So the president should be able to fire Powell for not tailoring monetary policy to the president's liking, right? Hey, why are you firing? Well, because I'm his boss, and he's not doing what I want. Right? Try that with your boss. Hey, my boss wants me to go out and... and uh, do all these reports, pull an all-nighter. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm going to do this instead. You get fired. And when the HR person came along, well, why did you fire Well, we fired you for cause. By firing, <clears throat> by firing Powell, this was Ron Paul, the, the president would once and for all dispel the myth that the Federal Reserve is free from political interference. Listen, it's ridiculous. We need to shine a light on it. Right? How do you how do you end bad things? Think about it, right? Do you end bad things by allowing them to stay private, by by sweeping it under the rug, putting it in a corner, right? Pretending it doesn't exist. Right? Does that solve the problem? Absolutely not. We should know everything. Right? There should be no secrets at the Federal Reserve. But yet they sit there, oh no, we need our privacy and we need our autonomy and we can do whatever the hell we want. Time for it to end. All modern presidents have tried to influence Federal Reserve policy, which is true. Now, Trump does it a little different, and let's all agree on that. Until, oh, oh, another break. Here we are, final statement coming up. Uh, I'll get to what Ron Paul uh, wanted the president to do, and then we'll hit that special one more time, and then we'll be out of here on this Thursday. 800 Ron Paul was talking about, and we see this now almost every other year, legislation being introduced to audit the Federal Reserve. It was done again, this time by uh, the House of Representatives, Thomas Massey from Kentucky, of course, along with Senator Rand Paul, Ron's son, does not in any way 
expand Congress's authority over the central bank. The bill simply authorizes the General Accountability Office to perform a full audit of the Federal Reserve's conduct of monetary policy, including the Fed's dealings with Wall Street, foreign central banks, and government. Sounds logical to me, doesn't it? Shouldn't we know? What are you doing? Right? Who are you loaning money to? Who are you giving money to? What are we doing? Many audit the Fed supporters have no desire to give Congress or the President authority over any aspect of monetary policy. We just want to know what it is. It's amazing that even many economists who generally support free markets and oppose central planning support allowing a government-created central bank to influence something as fundamental as the price of money. It's ridiculous. Those who claim auditing the Fed will jeopardize the economy are implicitly saying that the current system is flawed. After all, how stable can a system be if it is threatened by transparency? It's simple. This is your money that we're talking about. This is your wealth, really. And really, we're talking more about wealth. Because the money is a piece of paper with colored ink on it. Just being transparent exposes what this really is. And my guess is during that we'd find all the lies about inflation and all the underhanded dealings with Wall Street and foreign governments, right? All that stuff would be there. Eventually, it all comes home. Right? You only can sweep it under the rug for so long or hide it in the corner. You know, eventually it always comes home to roost. And I think the Chinese are saying, hey, uh, by 2025, we'll be the new dog. Right? Because that's, that's their plan. They, they put it out of there. I hope you're protected. U.S. $10 liber- or Indians. I'm sorry, $10 Indian. $700. That actually makes them less than a $10 Liberty today at 800-951-0592. Those of you that I think, you know what, we're pretty much everything is shipping, uh, silver, gold, uh, sovereigns, all that stuff, everything shipped and, and, and on its way either to you or up to Colorado to Jason. Uh, so get ready to reload the gun here. Listen, those Indians, great deal at 700. I'm leaving the Mint State 61 twenty dollar liberties at 13.85 as well today. 800-951-0592. Oh, by the way, Dow's down a little bit. Gold's down uh, two dollars. Silver's down three cents. Everyone have a great day. We'll be back for one more show tomorrow. Take care. God bless.